In this bulletin, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese to push the AUKUS deal on his visit to the United States. A new app aims to help Australians make their homes more bushfire resilient. And in sport, Matilda's players Sam Kerr, Steph Catley and Caitlin Ford all enjoy wins in the Women's Super League. With the latest SBS News, I'm Kira Hank. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese will push for progress on the AUKUS deal when he meets with US President Joe Biden to discuss the Indo-Pacific region today. The Prime Minister has flown to Washington on Sunday for a four-day official visit to the US for the ninth meeting between the two leaders since Mr Albanese's election victory in 2022. Mr Albanese has announced he'll visit Beijing and Shanghai in November, the first visit by an Australian Prime Minister to China in seven years, after recent breakthroughs in negotiations between the nations. Mr Albanese is keen to urge Mr Biden to remain focused on the Indo-Pacific region, despite tensions easing after the release of Australian journalist Chung Lei and an agreement to suspend a World Trade Organisation dispute over Chinese tariffs on Australian wine imports. Liberal Senator Michaelia Cash has told Channel 9 she hopes Mr Albanese takes the opportunity to impress upon Mr Biden the importance of Australia's acquisition of nuclear-powered submarines. This was one of the signature policies of the former coalition government uh, and certainly the opportunity is there uh, to ensure that President Biden and the United States know just how important it is for our two countries to continue to work together to deliver. Aid workers are calling for many more humanitarian aid trucks to enter Gaza to address urgent shortages in supplies of food, water and medicine. United Nations Secretary-General Antonio Guterres has called for a much greater supply after it was confirmed that an additional 14 trucks have entered Gaza through the Rafah crossing with Egypt. The delivery of humanitarian aid at the crossing between Egypt and the Gaza Strip was halted on Sunday after shelling close by, with an Israeli Defence Force spokesperson later saying an Israeli tank had accidentally fired and hit an Egyptian position. This comes amid calls for a ceasefire so that substantial aid can be delivered to Gaza, where the Hamas Health Ministry says at least 4,600 people have been killed and over 14,000 wounded since Israeli airstrikes began following Hamas's October 7th attacks on Israel. Head of Mission for Doctors Without Borders, Leo Kahn, says medical supplies, including painkillers, are in short supply, with around 70% of the primary health healthcare clinics in the area closed. It's a drop in the ocean. And the only positive thing to this is just that the border have opened for a very short time. But apart from that, the supply that came in is, uh, is, uh, is almost nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to say this, but it's, it's, it's nothing compared to the needs. A new app has been released which allows Australians to understand the bushfire risk posed to their properties, make positive changes and be better prepared for the bushfire season. The Bushfire Resilience app is the world's first tool to assess the bushfire risk to an individual building and has been developed with funding from the federal government in response to the Black Summer bushfires in 2019. 
The app, which was created by the not-for-profit Resilient Building Council, combines user-provided information about a house and data gathered about the local environment and current climate to make recommendations about bushfire resilient changes. Chief Executive and founder of the Resilient Building Council, Kate Cotter, says low-cost measures can make a considerable difference, with this summer expected to see some of the worst fires since 2019. The app is really easy to use. It takes about 20 minutes to complete. Um, Households get a a report that tells them specifically for their individual home and their individual risks what their rating is, what it could be and what actions that they could take that are specific to their home to improve its resilience. And in soccer, Matildas, Sam Kerr, Steph Catley and Caitlin Ford have all enjoyed wins in the latest round of the England's Women's Super League. Mackenzie Arnold's West Ham have also earned a last grasp point against Liverpool as Kerr provided two assists as her Chelsea side came from behind to beat Brighton 4-2. Chelsea have moved joint top with Manchester City on the league table while Catley and Ford's side Arsenal have beaten Bristol City 2-1 to go 7th. West Ham equalised with Liverpool in the 95th minute to go 1-0 after the Reds went ahead in the 56th minute and now sit behind Arsenal at 8th. I'm Kira Hayne. This is SBS News.